0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, besties. Welcome back to the Trying to Care podcast. It's your girl, Ashley. Uh, we're on episode three. Can you believe it? I'm still going with this. Haven't given up yet. You're still getting episodes that's big for me like we talked about in the first episode i have a track record of giving up way too easily but i feel really good about this and i'm having fun with it so i hope you're enjoying this too i hope you're having fun with this with me um but yeah i'm having a fucking ball but today i want to talk about not knowing what the fuck you're doing with your life and this is coming from someone who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing with their life To all my besties, no matter how old you are, I know that you know that it's so stressful seeing others around you who know for certain what career they want. They're so certain in who they are and what their life plan is. Uh, I mentioned in the first episode how I recently quit my job. And although I didn't love that job and I ended up quitting, it was the one adult job that I had that was super consistent And at first when I got the job, I felt really secure and I felt like I had my shit together because I could finally pay my bills on my own and I had a consistent schedule with a consistent paycheck. I was doing the damn thing. But then over the past year, I realized I was doing a job just to have a job and it wasn't a job that I wanted and it wasn't a job that was like a stepping stone to a new position. It wasn't doing anything for me other than paying my bills, and holding up time that I could have been using to figure out what I actually wanted to do with my life. And over the past year, I was super transparent with my job and my coworkers about wanting to pursue social media and not being interested or happy in the job I was doing with them. And, um, like two months ago, my boss actually asked me what my 10 year plan was. And I know what a 10-year plan is. I'm not stupid. I mean, like a little bit, but like not about that. I know it's a thing, but I never thought about it. And I still couldn't sit down right now and write out a 10-year plan if someone asked me to. Of course, there's things I'm interested in and I wanna do, but I don't have a set plan. And I've always felt this way. Like in high school, I was so checked out and I was so wrapped up in high school shit. Like I literally was the 2012 bucktoothed, flat chested version of Cassie from Euphoria, just running around with ten different boys lying to my best friend with terrible makeup on. And I was just not interested in schoolwork at all. I was also struggling really hard with my mental health and I had so much family shit going on that my parents never sat me down and said like, Hey, you're going to college. What's your college plan? What grades are you getting? I failed freshman science. And I don't even think my mom batted an eye. And I'm not blaming them, but I didn't have people around me prepping me for the future. So I didn't think about my future or college. I didn't think about college at all until my senior year of high school. And even then, I didn't look for schools or apply until the spring. And even then, I wasn't going to college because I had a plan. I was doing it because every one of my friends were going to college and they seemed to know what they were doing. So I just went along and dug myself into debt that I should have never gotten myself into considering the fact that I don't even use my degree now. And I'm not even surprised that I feel this way or that anyone feels this way. Like feeling like you don't know what you're doing, feeling like you have no direction, especially if you're in high school or college or in your 20s and 30s. I I don't understand why we're expected at 16, 17, 18 to pick a life career. I remember in second grade having to write about where I thought I'd be in 10, 15, 20 years, second grade. And I literally remember writing married with kids like that's me now. What the fuck? I can't even take care of myself. Imagine me with a kid right now. That's fucked up. Why were they asking a second grader that? And then as you get older, it just gets even more pressed on you to know what you're doing, especially when you're a teen. When I was a teenager, I didn't even have my license until I was 18. And I had a curfew. Not that I followed it, but I still did. And the fact that that's most high schoolers reality and they're still considered children and live with their parents, but they're expected to just decide their life plan or else their shitty school counselor makes them feel bad about themselves and bullies them into going to college. And when you're in college, it's abnormal to have an undecided major when you're a junior or senior. And then if you don't go to college right away because you don't know what you want to do or you don't want to spend the money, people make you feel like you're behind. And that's fucked up. I just feel like it's a system that's made to fail. I do want to say I do feel like people are getting a little more used to the fact and the idea that there's more than one way to be successful. Obviously, there's still a long way to go and people are dicks and some people are just old fashioned. But I think people are starting to realize you don't need to go to college. And I don't want to say that and discourage anyone from going. It's still great to go if you can't afford it and you have a plan. But if you decide not to go. You're not doomed. You're not going to never have a job or not have any money because you didn't go to college. And I'm grateful that I was able to, but part of me does regret it. And I wish I started what I'm doing now sooner. But even a few months ago, when I was telling people, telling my friends and family that I wanted to pursue what I'm doing now, you know, social media, people had their doubts and didn't react the way I would have liked them to. They weren't necessarily doubting me or my ability to do social media, but they definitely made me feel like, I was doing something that was risky and it was going to maybe blow up in my face. And fuck, maybe it will. But that's the same risk that you take at an office job. You could easily be laid off. You could be fired. Shit. With everything that happened with COVID, no one expected to lose their jobs, but it's possible. But you don't automatically go to that assumption when someone gets hired at a nine to five job. You just congratulate them. So why is that different and looked down upon when someone wants to pursue social media, modeling, music, OnlyFans? OnlyFans, I could literally talk about for hours. The way I see a job is someone doing a service for others and being paid for it. That's what OnlyFans is. And it takes a badass bitch who knows who they are and owns who they are to do it. Because society right now towards platforms like OnlyFans is brutal. People who talk down about creators on OnlyFans are the same people who are paying for those subscriptions, the same little boys that passed around nudes in high school with their stupid calculator app, the same girls who post bikini photos on Instagram that aren't getting paid for it, but have so much to say about girls on OnlyFans having no self-respect. And that's not a dig at girls who post bikini pics or send nudes to guys or to whoever. More power to you. I'm with you. I've taken a good nude. My high school seen it, (laughs) but it's it's a dig at those girls who do it and then judge others for doing the same thing, but just like profiting off of it. And then you have people saying, yeah, do OnlyFans, but just remember it'll affect future opportunities with jobs, which is fucked me because in my mind, who gives a fuck what you do outside of a job? Unless like you're hurting people, don't do that. But who cares if my boss sees me naked? He has kids. He fucked he fucks. So what's the surprise? You're shocked that this girl has a coochie and is using it? Like, sir, you came out of one. Like I said, I could talk about OnlyFans for hours. But my point being, because people like that who talk down about certain job opportunities, some people won't pursue what they want because it's unconventional. And they're afraid of how others will react. And that's so fucking stupid. It's so stupid to judge others and how they make their money. Like, just say you're pissed that your friend made $500 selling pics of her feet while you're stuck at a desk job being miserable and making less money than them. Just say that, rather than being a snob and mean to them about what they want to do. If you can make money doing what you love, do it. I don't know who said that jobs aren't supposed to be fun and they're just work. Most of our lives are spent doing a job. So why spend most of our lives hating it? If you want to do a desk job and you're satisfied doing it, more power to you. This isn't to say you suck and you should be doing more or you don't have aspirations. Do the job that you want to do. But someone like me who has a very short attention span, I need to be moving all the time. I need to create and express my work, an office job or a job where I can't express myself. I can't do that office job. It's not for me. I wasn't good at school, but I was good at editing and taking photos. I'm going to do what's good for me and you should do what's good for you. You shouldn't minimize your interests and your desires to fit someone else's narrative of how you're supposed to be living. Would my parents probably be happier if I was off making money being, I don't know, a lawyer? Probably, but I wouldn't be happy. Also, I can't be a lawyer because I love to debate, but I also cry anytime anyone argues with me. So that's not going to happen if they actually wanted me to do that. Anyways, it doesn't matter what they want or what anyone wants. It's about you and what you want for your life. But let's say you don't even know that. You don't even have a job in mind that could be fun or that you'd want to pursue. You're just lost in the sauce. No clue. That's okay, too. It's okay to take time to figure yourself out and what you want. People tend to want to rush everything, myself included. But your life shouldn't be one of those things. It's not something that you should be half-assing. I know it's overwhelming when you feel like you're behind or you're not on the right path or you feel like you've wasted so much time doing one thing when you were supposed to be doing something else. I think the trouble we get ourselves into is creating this mental timeline that we're supposed to be on. We're supposed to follow, whether that's for a job or a timeline for getting married or having kids. You might have no significant other right now and be thinking, well, I was supposed to be married by now. Like 10-year-old me scheduled me in to be married by 21 and now i'm 25 and i don't even know how to flirt with someone let alone be in a relationship or marry them you might be approaching your 30s and have no kids but you planned your entire life to have two by now and at this moment you don't even know if you want kids so when you look at this timeline that you created for yourself years ago and you see that you haven't completed any of those milestones and you don't know if you will complete any of them it's really easy to spiral and blame yourself and feel like a failure Like, what's wrong with me? Why couldn't I just get my life together and do what I was supposed to do? But the reality of it is, it's always going to be your timeline, whether you plan it or not. You look back 10 years ago, it's still your timeline. It's still yours. And the thing about it being yours is no one, not a parent, not a significant other, not a friend, no one, but you gets to tell you how it should look. You want to take a gap year off of school? You can You want to quit your job and move across the country? You can. You want to dump your boyfriend just because? (laughs) You can. Of course, there's a price to pay with everything, and you should be mindful of people you care about. But at the end of the day, you get to decide what you do with your life, and it's on your time. Your timeline is going to look different than someone else's timeline. Just because you see someone doing something you want to do and you're not doing it at that very moment doesn't mean. You can't or you won't. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It doesn't mean that they're better than you. It doesn't mean anything other than that is what they're doing on their timeline. And for all you know, they could be behind in their head and spiraling out of control like you are. I don't think anyone really knows what they're doing. I think everyone is kind of just looking around at others, thinking the same thing that you are. We're all comparing. We're all judging. It doesn't matter how successful you are, even at the top you're going to want to climb higher and do better. There's always going to be someone you look at that might seem a little more put together than you are. It's so easy to nitpick ourselves and compare because we only know ourselves and our journey and we don't know what others think of themselves and what they've been through or how long it took for them to get to where they are and what they're going to do next and where they want to be next. Obviously, Social media doesn't make this any easier because we're constantly looking at our phone or our computer with a feed full of people that we know or we may not know and seeing their lives that aren't really their lives, but just highlights of bits and pieces of their lives. And it really is hard to grasp that we don't know who that person is or what that person is other than what they're choosing to show us. That's a whole other conversation I want to have. But my point being A huge part of why so many of us feel like we're behind or we're not good enough or we don't know what the fuck we're doing with our lives and our future is because we're constantly comparing where we are now with others and where they are now. And that's super damaging. And obviously, it's so much easier said than done to say, stop fucking comparing and focus on yourself. But for me personally, when I find myself comparing my life and my progress to others, I call myself out on it. And I do this for any negative thoughts I have. The second I think in my head something negative or something that is just like not beneficial for me or my day, I will redirect the thought into something positive. So let's say I think, oh my God, I just wasted so much money going to college and I wasted so much time when I'm not going to use my degree. Instead of dwelling on that thought and upsetting myself, I'll do my best to say out loud or in my head, if I'm around people and I don't want to sound like a lunatic, I'll say, there's no such thing as time or money wasted, only experience gained. And I say I do my best because it's not realistic to tell you that anytime I'm upset, I can talk myself down with positive words. Like, no, sometimes I'm fucking sad and I want to be sad and that's okay. You shouldn't suppress your emotions. It's good to feel your emotions, but When I know I'm just getting in my own head, having intrusive thoughts, I'll do my very best to tell my brain to cut the shit and that I'm doing my best and my best is fucking enough because I'm enough. And it's so easy to think those negative thoughts and get in your head when you're constantly comparing yourself to others while also listening to what others want from you and what they expect from you. And then also just feeling how you actually feel. Combining those, it's going to get messy and it's going to feel confusing. And unless you have a strong sense of self and you are super confident in what you want, you're going to end up being like, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) This person is doing this. And then my mom wants me doing this and I'm doing this, but I actually want to be doing this. And then you just spiral because nothing is adding up or making sense and you lose direction of what you actually want to do. I think the most important thing to realize and I want you to get from this episode is no matter how lost you feel, or how far away from a goal you are, you always have time. There's no need to make that 10-year plan and stick to it if you don't want to. You don't have to have it all figured out. No one has it all figured out, even if their posts on social media are fucking flawless and look straight out of a movie. Everyone is fucking running around with either nothing going on in their head or a million things going on because life is fucking chaotic, especially with everything going on in the world right now. You have all the time in the world, in your world, to figure your shit out. If someone's telling you what they think you should be doing, what they want from you, tell them to piss off because it's not your responsibility to live their life or fit their narrative. I also just want to throw in a little tip that's helped me over the past two years. I never was good at like New Year's resolutions because by the middle of the year, I already failed at it and I gave up and that always made me feel really sucky and like a failure and felt like I lacked direction, motivation and all of that. So going into 2020, I decided to make a dream board, vision board, whatever you want to call it. And it helped me a lot. So essentially what a vision board is, is just a collage of a bunch of different things that you want to work towards. And I like a vision board because when I make it, it doesn't feel like I need to do those things, or I need to cross them off in a certain amount of time. It's more of a visual to look at every day and remind yourself what you want your life to look like, how you want to feel and what you want to work towards. And if you're someone like me who had no idea what I wanted my life to look like or what I wanted to do with my life, a vision board really helped piece it together by putting a bunch of images and messages that resonated with me and made me feel good. So when I first made it for 2020, there was a lot of images with art. Like I wanted to paint more. I wanted to get to into taking pictures and modeling. I wanted to get into dancing. There was a lot of images of really cute outfits because I wanted to express myself through fashion. Um, I think there was a, there was a photo of Selena Gomez, I think eating pasta because I wanted 2020 to be the year that I built a good relationship with food. Um, there was I'm trying to think what else there was a photo of Ross and Rachel from friends and an apartment because I wanted to move into a place with my boyfriend so without realizing by the end of 2020 almost everything that I put down on my vision board happened without me being hard on myself without having strict rules just by seeing that board every day and reminding myself what I want and I did that in 2021 and I made one for 2022 And I highly, highly suggest this, especially if you are feeling like you don't know what you're doing or how to get where you want to be. The first vision board that I did, I made like an actual physical board and hung it up. But this year I actually made it on Canva. It's like a website app. And I have my board as my lock screen on my phone and then my home screen on my laptop. So I literally look at it every single day. But truly, really besties, hear me out. If you are not making vision boards, you got to start, literally do it and fucking come back at the end of the year and tell me it didn't help because I know it will. But just know that besties, you are not alone and everything that you are feeling, no matter how old you are or where you are in life is valid. And the most important thing to remember is it's your life and your journey. And the only person that you need to impress is yourself. Do things that make yourself proud that make you feel good and make you want to wake up every morning, no matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's unconventional. It doesn't matter if your stupid boyfriend doesn't like it. If you like it, if you want to do it, do it. And if you don't know what that is yet, that's okay. Take your time to figure it out and have fun figuring it out. Don't rush it. Things will happen when they happen. And when they do happen for you, it'll be the right time because it's meant for you besties. I don't know about you, but I think I was kind of inspirational as fuck today. Like, who knew I had it in me? I hope this episode helped you a little bit. I hope it made you feel a little less stressed and a little bit more heard. If there's anything I talked about today that you want me to go into more detail about, you can always DM me on Instagram on my main account at Ashley Corbo or the Trying Not to Care Instagram, which is at trying not the number two care podcast and I will answer. I'm literally always on those accounts. I'm always glued to my phone. I wish I was joking, but I have nothing else to do, especially since this is my job now. (laughs) Thank you so much. Always. Thank you so much for listening to Try Not to Care. Thank you for listening to episode three. I love you so, 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 so much. And I will talk to you next week. I love you. Those are kisses if you couldn't hear them.